So another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, our very good friend, he's Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to all listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Married at First Sight UK Series 7, Episode 21. Again, Chris, totally not daily, but today requires daily. I could not wait for this weekend, I'm afraid, <laughs> and so I've dragged you in. And and we're both chomping at the bit um, because I, I don't know about daily this week, but certainly this dinner party requires some dissection. And honestly, I need to vent or else I'm going to explode. <laughs> but I shall throw it open to you, sir. Where would you like to start? Well, i tell you what. We got stuff last week and I thought we were going to get, you know, it's not going to be as drama-filled. It's not going to be... So many talking points, but the fucking experts, it's fucking, I mean, by the way, just before we get into that, massive thanks to Lara and everyone who's listened to that podcast. It's been so nice to feedback. We've had so much feedback on that. It's been great. And she was a joy to talk to. She was exactly on the podcast and off the pod- podcast, exactly the same person. She was just so nice and just didn't mince her words, Dave. So what a big thank you to Lara. Absolutely. Totally echo that. And you know what, Chris? All the pop culture references about The Office, The Inbetweeners, Dumb and Dumber, got them all. Yep. yep. Completely the same wavelength. So, no, that was a lot of fun. And to be honest, she was throwing out that many uh, one-liners and, and gags and stuff. It was only in the edited I picked up on all of them. So I'd, I'd miss some of them in real time. But, no, that's that was absolutely brilliant. But, um, but yeah, sorry. So back to the – can we call them something different? Chris from the, fucking... the experts. Yeah, yeah. The, the TV personalities, because I tell you what, Dave, I am fucking fizzy. And I'm so glad when you message me and go, we have the podcast. And you know me, I'm like, of course, Dave, let's do it. Because I was fuming. Matt and Whitney, I know we got other people coming and these other things to talk about, but Matt and Whitney come in and, you know, the fucking experts are like, digging out the OGs who were upset. And then they're like, oh, this is fantastic. Oh, see, Whitney's sticking up for him. Oh, it's amazing. And Matt's like, uh, they put it through the machine. Oh, of course they did, Matt. They put your fucking statistics through a fucking shredder. The science. Yeah, the science. They got the fucking Bunsen burners out. You know, whatever they did, the fucking science. My arse. Yeah, bullshit, Dave. And literally, it's like, I was... Fuming with the with the reaction, Paul, Charlene, you know, all of them together. It was just bullshit. Like I was just like, what has last week not just happened? And then they were sort of digging Zoe out and Thomas. Mm. And I'm like, they're allowed to be annoyed because Gemma was a friend of theirs. And you fucking donuts have turned around and gone, oh, no problem. Let them back in the show. Fucking open hours of It's like, well. You can't argue with the science. Yeah, I seem to remember going into a fucking <laughs> pandemic and them dickheads in this country fucking going by the science. And look where we are now. So fuck right off to the judges, Dave. Or whatever fucking the fuck they are. written in crayon. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> bullshit. So, yeah, I, oh, God. And, and fucking Mel, she's like, ah, oh, this is actually really positive. I've never seen this side to Whitney. I have. She's been a cunt all the fucking way through. She's exactly who she was. You've got Matt as well, who's like, listen, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. 
they're just coming in and being exactly who they've shown us to be before. They're just absolute bellends. And the fact that everyone else, or, or not everyone else, actually, you can see there's two definite camps in the group. There's the, uh, some of the OGs obviously don't agree with it, you know, are on, on Gemma's side. And the other group, we'll just call them the bellends. So, you know, people like fucking Jonathan, who's well behind, you know, Matt and Mel and everything, April and George, they're all like, yeah, yeah, okay, it's great. You found love, that's great. You know, it doesn't matter who you uh, hurt along the way and the fucking sneaking around and all sorts. It doesn't matter that you uh, fucking destroyed, you know, this, this other person along the way. It's all just, you know, the ends justify the means, don't they? So I just thought they were being absolute bellends. And, uh, you know, the whole I don't give a fuck uh, attitude just really pissed me off. But again, I have to say, Chris, we've seen this before. We've seen this from Carolina and Daniel, uh, who came in and it's like, oh yeah, but it's all about love, isn't it? Well, no, fuck off. <laughs> this is supposedly the fucking experiment. You have not come through the experiment. We've written it off like it's this magical thing, like the science, like Merlin the fucking wizard has rustled up this fucking match. It's like, oh... Oh, we didn't look at it before. You know, were you fucking asleep on the job then? Why didn't you look at the match, you know, potential of them two before? <laughs> That's what your fucking job was supposed to be. So now it's like, oh, look, you're actually a really good match. <laughs> so, yes. So, Chris, again, you can tell I'm annoyed, but by Christ, this is great TV and annoys me. And, you know, I love it in equal measure. Yeah, I'm with you. And, and even better, Dave, Duca used to get up, give a bit of a fucking pep talk to everyone, a bit of a motiv motivational speech. Whitney couldn't be more turned off, Dave. She couldn't be more turned off. She had the clothes sign put up straight oh, away. Perky oh, has yeah. to have his say. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't that, believe it. Yeah, and that <laughs> voice she does. And then but Matt gets up. Oh, fuck me. She's fucking... Fucking great, isn't it? It's like he does the exact so bad, same <laughs> fucking thing. The exact <laughs> same thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're just so together, you know. It's oh, Dave. It's properly. Fuck me. I mean, I kept thinking to her, the, the way this is playing out, Whitney, like, you're just such a hypocrite. Like you said, that silly, childish voice she gets on. And I thought Zoe was excellent for laying into her. And she's like, oh, I don't care. And Matt's there. But Matt's like trying to be, he's trying to claw back some respectability from everyone. But he's just gone. It's gone from him. He's gone from the fucking audience. I've not seen anybody online other than the odd one or two say, I don't see it. I mean, we said it on someone like said that on Facebook, actually. But I'd say 90% of the audience are with us where they're like, this is wrong. It ruins the show. Great TV. The more you leave them in, the more the baddies get more exposure. It brings the drama. But from a, a human being, a human element to it, it's completely wrong. And when Paul was saying all oh, that, like, I actually written down, I don't know what he's fucking taking, but I want a fucking dose of it as well. Because he's fucking delusional, all that. And I just thought he was so disrespectful to it. I know we've just got over it, but I'm fucking annoyed, Dave. What a load yeah. of shit. Absolute shit on toast for me, that. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, the thing that is annoying is... Matt and Whitney have, have shown absolutely zero humility, zero remorse about what they've done and the people that they've hurt along the way. And they've come in there with the big, massive fucking chip on their shoulder. 
And the matchmakers are like, ah, oh, this is really good. This is really positive. You know, they're being together. Fucking pair of see you next Tuesdays. <laughs> you know, just fucking... I, honestly, I was so irate. And I have to say, I don't think this has been the most explosive dinner party. But I, I, was, I was sort of expecting a little bit more. I just wonder if we're going to see more coming out tomorrow as well. Uh, in which case, we'll be back here same time, same place tomorrow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, the the biggest surprise for me was just how half the group, you know, welcomed them with open arms and the, the matchmakers just putting a positive spin on people who are, who are behaving terribly, really. Yeah, and I was all for Thomas going, they can fuck right off. I love that line, Dave. Yeah. He didn't have the storm off. He was just on form tonight. And I was like, you know what, Thomas? A lot of the time you stormed off, I've gone off. For God's sake, he's going to be back in five minutes. But I wanted him to go. And he, and he, he did. He's like, fuck off. I'm not having it. It's just bullshit. Like, it really is a farce. Um, yeah. it, it was actually, I thought he was quite reserved for, for what we've seen Thomas in the past. I thought the special venom was saved for George in April. Yeah, yeah, that was true. I mean, oh, God, how do we trip? If just moving on slightly, how do we tiptoe around this? So, so well, let's let's talk about the show. Yeah. If anyone wants to Google uh, the latest events, but I don't think we need to talk about that. We can no, that's talk true. About what's on the show right now. Yeah, and, and I think Adrian wanted to vent. He wanted to speak to George, didn't he, about it? And, you know, Adrian said to him, like, we've talked about this, you know, and that's exactly what you said mm. and, and other people was, he was afraid of what was going to come out. And he knows that Adrian is probably a man of his word, which we have no reason to doubt that. He's going to keep that to himself unless absolutely poked and prodded. Whereas Thomas, he'll just fucking throw it out there, won't he, to win an argument. He'll be like, well, you won't believe what he said, April, you know. And so mm. that's what George was getting at, exactly what we said. But there is trouble in paradise for them two, Dave, definitely. <laughs> The the only thing that they can uh, agree on is they don't like Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is it. Um, and they're trying to put this united front up. Now, I, I think oh, there's a there's a, a hundred different thoughts swirling, so I'll try and be coherent. But I don't particularly like George or April. Like, uh, and that is an all statement, not an and statement. Not together, just individually. Something off about the pair of them. I think. Thomas, you know, his aversion to them. It, you know, I always say I've not got a poker face, Chris. Well, compared to Thomas, I fucking do. <laughs> you know, so like, he is picking up on something very, very off about the pair of them, individually and together. And the, the thing is, so let, let's take George on the show first, right? Some of his behavior has been very unusual, right? Let me put it that way, that... You know, in that first dinner party, he's wandering around telling everyone who listen about April snog with a, another woman. And I don't know whether he was trying to gather support. He was genuinely venting, you know, and, and just consoling in people. But he fucking told everyone. And then when April got upset about it, he's like, what are you all doing? Why are you talking about this? Yeah. Well, you said it all, you dick. No one fucking would have a clue if you didn't go spreading it around. And spreading it around is exactly what you did. It's the same with Adrian. He's obviously said things to Adrian, which he's been... He, he wants to put it back. 
but you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Once you've fucking started spouting this stuff, you can't just suddenly turn around and say, oh, just, can you just forget that now? Because I want to have a go at it now. It, yeah. it's, it's fucking very weird and very manipulative. So I, I think for that reason, I, again, I can see why Thomas is like, he could just fuck off. But, um, but with April as well, we know what her history is on all these reality shows. We know that this is, you know, not, not a real thing. It's just the next reality show and, and the one before the one she'll be on next as well. But I, I must admit, I wish Thomas would just tone it down a little bit. Because honestly, Chris, I think it's coming across like bullying now. Yeah, it's consistently, like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because they know you don't like them, you know, and we all know, and it's great entertainment. But now I think it's over the line. And I have yeah. to say, if that was someone else, if that was like, say, Jonathan was saying the same things as Thomas, I think it would be interpreted worse. I, I just think, uh, put a bit of a lid on it. We all know you don't like them. They're, like I say, I don't like either of them either. But tone it down a little bit. See, see it's interesting that because I like Thomas, but I do think, and not just because you brought this up, I do think he gets involved in loads of things that have nothing to do with him. Loads of things. Well, literally every relationship. He, he, Gemma Thomas thing. is Twitter, right? <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just walks around the room, just calling out the bullshit wherever we we could see. We love him for it. It's brilliant. I just think with April in particular, I think it comes across like bullying now. That's fair enough. I'd not even thought of it like that, to be honest. I hadn't. Um... So, Dave, uh, yeah, uh, it'll make me thinking that next time. I, I do want to talk. I've got a little theory on something. So, the reality radar, I've not mentioned it a lot this series, <laughs> but I've got a prediction. Now, I followed a little bit of Jordan's Instagram stories, him and Shanita, and he's friends with all, I think I mentioned this, he's friends with literally the whole cast of Geordie Shaw, which there is a reunion show, which me and Sam are currently watching because we've watched it since the start from about 2010 or whenever it first came out. And He's with them all, and these vibes I'm getting from him is that he's a nice guy, he's playing the game, but I don't believe these are going to last outside the show. I think she's in and he's not, and I think just tonight was giving me, he's had a bit of pep talk, a bit of coaching on reality TV, and obviously he's he's not, he's been a far better person than the other shithouses that you've been on this who've been awful. But I just think he's playing a Dave. I don't know what it is. There's just so much off these. Like the, it's like all of a sudden the seriousness is that once the, the cameras fade and all that, they've got to be in a proper relationship and there's already doubt about where they live and stuff like that. So that, mm. that I just, I don't know. There's just so much slightly off with him. I don't think he's a terrible person, but I just think he's in it for the TV, the fame of it all. And, and he's going to end up hurting Shanita. Yeah, the whole conversation with her about like love and he needs to know that love is there. It's like, that's weird. I, where has all this come from? And why is it when the cameras are on at a dinner party? Yeah. <laughs> it, it seems like a really personal conversation that should just be the two of you in a room. He's chosen the dinner party to drop it. So uh, I can't disagree with you on that one. Um, just the timing of it, the weirdness of it, the way it seems to just come out of nowhere. You know, I mean, there's a slim, slim chance that, you know, that conversation was genuine. And, 
you know, in different times in our life, you know, we've maybe got a bit scared about, you know, taking that next step with someone, you know, because you don't want to get hurt, maybe like you have in the past. But I, it just seems to come from absolutely nowhere. And then the fact that it was at a dinner party, yeah, it doesn't look good. No, no, I don't think it does. And, and then, because we, we all, <laughs> yeah, that leads into the anonymous letters, because one of the letters was Shanita and John say, you're not addressing your issues and stuff like that. And mm. there is this little snippet. Zoe and Jenna were good, Dave. Sophie and Jonathan, I'm going to write this down. Um, you need to confront him about his defences. This ain't a healthy relationship. Your views are not acceptable and he's not socially acceptable, and he just laid into him. <laughs> and he's like, eh, I'm sorry, but I'm allowed my views. It's like, shut the fuck up, you bellend. You have defended Matt and fucking Whitney and acted like a complete yeah. twat throughout this sh- fucking show. You come in, I thought he was a lovely guy, and I thought Sofu's going to be the problem. How wrong I was. She's a lovely person, and he's a fucking bellend, Dave. Yeah, I, I do think he's from a different era. Um, and I'm not sure how much he, he says he loves to do a lot of traveling, you know, and that was a little bit of a dig, wasn't it? It's like, well, in your time of traveling, have you not like developed any empathy or understanding about other people and other people's feelings? Or, you know, have you just headed your traveling? Is that like heading across to Ayanapa or Magalove or something? <laughs> you know? yeah. it's, it's very odd. And, and here's where I will say something that Paul said because i think it it concisely sums up uh jonathan i think much in a much uh more politically correct way than me and you would do but you know he lacks emotional intelligence doesn't he he's he's just got that kind of attitude of like well you can't go through life apologizing for things you said okay you fucking dick (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) well you know I, i think he's got a possibly different view now i'm sure he's getting pelters on instagram uh, from people's whose uh, you know views he doesn't agree with, but all they're doing is expressing their opinions. You could say, isn't it? Yeah, well, they're doing to him as what he's done. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> so so it's like, well, they're not. Why should they apologise? If that is that is their opinion. Well, maybe sometimes you should keep your fucking opinion to yourself and have a little bit of empathy about how you make other people feel. And he just does not fucking get it, Chris. Not at all. No. I think what was interesting was how much Sophie defended uh, defended Jonathan. And I think with a bit of time and space and maybe watching the show back, I think she might just realize she's fucked up a bit there. You know, it's sometimes it's harder when you're in, you're deep in with a relationship. You can't see some of the things that are obvious. And even though people who are close to you are telling you, you know, that this is the way it is. You don't really believe it and you choose not to listen to it. And that's how I interpreted it with Sophie. She's just, she's not wanting to listen. And of course, Jonathan brings out, you know, she is a strong, independent woman. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's fucking like, no. oh, give me another fucking cliche, will you? You know, just uh, does that absolve you saying things that, uh, you know, are fucking offensive, quite honestly. And I'd say one of the lines of the episode was from Thomas, where he just said that no man should ever comment on a woman's body. (laughs) So there you go. There's a Thomas impression for the day. But I do genuinely think that was uh, absolutely bang on from Thomas there. Yeah, it was. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because 
you're looking at like the dynamic of where the show's going and we're like three quarters of the way through it all. And I just can't believe it's just, it's just, I mean, I can, I want it to bring the drama, but I'm just like, he's, every couple is dysfunctional now. Everyone's got something. I mean, even Zoe and Jenna, who look pretty tight. I'm not buying into that, Dave, if I'm being honest. I, I'm not buying into that relationship. No, I, I no. think I am. I think no. Zoe and Jenna, and, and again, probably more for, for Zoe, the fact that, you know, she's, she's the only one really, apart from Thomas, standing up to Matt. Oh, brilliant. No, Dave, Zoe's brilliant. I just don't think as a couple. I don't know whether it's they've just piped down together yeah. to not cause any ructions between each other, but I don't know. I don't it, know. It would be interesting, won't it? I tell you what, Chris, you know, they watched um, Unveiled this week, and uh, Jade was on, by the way. She was on there as one of the super fans, so uh, that was good. And actually, Gemma uh, dropped Bob in it, so basically told everyone that her and Bob slept together, which I'm sure Bob <laughs> didn't necessarily appreciate. Um, but you know what they do on Unveiled? They'll get these reality stars. So they had Zoe and Jenna, and they were doing this like mock gardening program with a bunch of dildos. You know, she had like that dildo uh, wind chime. And they were doing this thing like they were, you know, Alan Titchmarsh or something, you know, and like, these little mock comedy sketches, if you like, I just don't fucking like it. A, it's not funny. And B, it's like, well, this is reality TV. But now you, you, it, it's so much of a stretch because it's all scripted nonsense. It, it takes me out of it completely. These characters that we all know it's, you know, there's a, there's a big dose of fakeness and things that are set up in it. But when you've got these, these like kind of scripted little things, I, I think it's even worse, to be honest. Yeah, that's true, that Dave. And, it, and I think, I mean, where do you think all this plays out now, the rest of this week? I mean, we've jumped on because we were fuming, and I'm so, I feel better now we've talked about this. Yeah, vent, vent <laughs> <laughs> and ranted about it. But, but where, where does it go? Because I just think the experts have lost so much respect from the public. The amount of tweets I've seen last night and tonight and today about the way the judges approach that saying, how fucking dare the judges like sort of wish wash over that and sort of blame the OGs sort of like, act like it's all fair mm. game after what's happened to Gemma. And, and I mean, Duke not as much, and that's not been because he's a guy, but he just didn't seem to give a shit when Whitney told him often enough, she wasn't interested. But with Gemma, there was a real sign of, she was all in on Matt and he just didn't, cause he didn't give her a crack at the relationship, which I think is for her benefit now in hindsight, cause I think that would have been a, are terrible for her, but mm. just I think it's really embarrassed her, and I think that's where she comes from, and I can completely understand that. But yeah, I just don't know where where they go because, like, the Australian one's coming up, and I know obviously, um, what she called the uh, thing is on it, isn't she? The what's Mel? Mel. Mel's on the Mel's on the Australian one filming it now because I think her family are all based in the UK. I saw a, a tweet from her about it, but it's like. I've just lost total respect. I mean, John, I wasn't too keen on John initially, but as that series went on, I thought it was fucking great. You know, it's like <laughs> Paul's such a smooth, cool guy, but he feels like he just doesn't, he doesn't want to commit to anything. He doesn't want to rock the boat, whether because he's got a good gig on Channel 4, but I just don't believe any of the validity of all three judges, especially this last fucking four or five episodes. It's been an absolute shit show for what they're there for, to be honest. Look, I, I, I don't know for sure, but aren't they all producers as well? Yeah. 
Like, don't they have a stake in, like, if it's, if it's successful, they get paid more? Yeah. So where do they go? On fucking holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Swimming Scrooge McDuck style in a big fucking bat of cash. Yeah. Fucking they're not arsed, are they? If a few people on Twitter or Instagram or whatever are like, this is outrageous. This is not real reality TV. Of course it's not. They're fucking laughing, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where they go. And I bet you, you know, this season has had higher ratings than all the previous Married at First Sight UK seasons. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Last season was okay, wasn't it? But this season's yeah. been dynamite already. This season is up there with Australia, isn't it? And yeah, they, yeah. they have got the casting right. Because yeah. they're all a bunch of bastards. I can't wait for the, for the nine o'clock to roll around. And I'm like, oh, come on, Thomas. Fucking tear him a new one. You know, so if it was just, you know, all these couples were well matched. They all suited each other. It'd be shit, wouldn't it? Go back, Chris, on the Channel 4 Catch-Up. Go and watch the earlier seasons of Married at First Sight before they introduced the dinner parties. It's fucking yeah. boring. Yeah. Really dull. So... I think they are not bothered by a bit of um, riling up the public. I think it's all good exposure for the um, for the for the program for the brand, if you like. And the the losers in it, to be honest, are the people who come off badly in the show. Yeah, yeah. But even even them, I, I think you know they'll they'll still end up with however many Instagram followers. It'll be fine. They'll be good. Yeah. I think so. I think so. So, Dave, thank you for today, mate. You've been a star. It's been great. And you know my phone is always open if you do want (laughs) to take it a little bit further if we get time. But there you go. Um, Massive thanks to everyone. Uh, We've had an email as well, actually, Dave. Just a quick one. It's a nice one from uh, Johnny. But hello, Chris and Dave. I'm loving your coverage of Maths UK. I love the bonus episode with Lara. Would definitely make a good third host on the show. She's so funny. And I hope she goes on to podcasts or something in the future. Are you going to be covering anything after maths? Thanks for your great content, as always, Johnny. So, obviously, we've got Love Island in January, Dave, but I'm sure we're going to be figuring something out in between then because it's a bit of, too much of a break, that, isn't it? So, be something. Yeah. I, uh, we'll figure something out, yeah. 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 <laughs> Off podcast, I'm not sure. Of sure. Do, do we actually... Do we know when this finishes? There can't be that many episodes now. We're up to... 21 was today, so it'll be 24 at the end of the week. Usually, so there's about two. 10 more episodes, isn't there? Yeah, I was going to say, it's about two weeks after this week, I think. So about nearly three weeks worth of stuff, I, yeah. I think three three weeks from now, probably. I do. Like a week, three weeks on Thursday, it'll finish, yeah. probably. So, yeah, let's let's do something, Dave. We'll have a look, see what's on the schedule. Do we even attempt to dip our toes back into fucking bachelor franchise you know what know. I, I wouldn't mind doing bachelor in paradise to be honest because that's yeah. more like a love island sort of format yeah that's just started again i think well in that case no then yeah so i'll tell you what why don't we stop talking about it and actually fucking look at the calendar yeah. that charlene has painstakingly put together and we'll see what shows are running when maths has finished and not tie ourselves up in knots <laughs> doing multiple seasons again yeah let's not do that day so anyway Big thank you to everyone. Thanks for the email. Uh, if you want to email us, Chris and no, it's not Chris and Dave, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. If you want to follow us on social media, cdreality, at cdrealitycast. 
at CD Reality Cast, Chris. Cheers, uh, Chris Yeah, thank you. <laughs> good game, good game. Um, <laughs> if you want to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. And today's Roll Call of Honor is... Ken Gustafsson, Lucky Lula Green, Lauren, Haley, Hennessy, Susan, Priscilla, Hannah, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Joanna, Amy, Noreen, Jacqueline, Brianna, Helen, Keith, Michelle, Gillian, Kristen, Maggie, Annabeth, Kate, Megan, and Cassie. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. It's really, really appreciated. Thank you, everyone who supported us past and present over on Patreon. It's really good here. So, Dave, I'm going to go and look at even more stuff online about maths. And if you're a fan of this series, just go online and have a look at what the latest trending subjects are. But there you go. <laughs> All right. Cheers, mate. I'll speak to you next time. Bye. Bye.